There are no disclaimers required for today's episode for today's story time. It's a story about a woman named Juanita. She was a daughter, a sister, an aunt, a godmother, a parent, and a grandparent by choice. She was a caregiver, a breadwinner, a steady wall you can lean on in tough times, and times were tough on her, not only while she was growing up. It continued to do so because she chose to take responsibility of being a co-parent to her eldest sister's kids and her nieces and nephews' kids. I know that this 10-minute episode will never shed light and will never give justice to who she was. Yes, to us. But I hope it shows somehow how much we love her. If you know her differently than from how I do, I ask you to please hold your comments for this is my truth. This is how I know her and this is how I choose to pay tribute to her. And before I continue, our family would like to thank everyone who sent us love and prayers. We appreciate it so, so much. And we know that she is in a better place. We are relieved that she's no longer suffering. But please understand that if we continue to cry for her, it's not because of those two things. It's because we won't be able to see her again, hear her again, hug her and show her and make her feel how much we miss her and how much we love her. You see, for me at least, my viewpoint as of now is that you don't get over losing someone you love. You just eventually adapt and learn to live with it. Unfortunately, I don't have any survival guides or tips for this episode, but I can share to you what I do. Instead of keeping myself busy to forget, I give myself time to cry. I have daily moments even when I just look at her picture and I remember anything everything that I can remember about my Lola. I pause and I just sit in silence and I replay her voice over and over again in my head because I feel like that's how I am keeping her alive inside of me and I'm gonna do that as long as I can. Grief can be an expression of love and this is one of the ways I am channeling mine. This episode undoubtedly is one of the hardest I ever had to do and it's not because I don't know what to write or what to talk about but I'm afraid that I won't be able to paint a picture of how kind and caring she was. But here goes. The hardest part is over which is actually starting the episode. So today, it's been a month since we lost her. But as Diane Reeves' song goes, 
heaven sent angel that angels down and gave grandma her wings she was my mom's aunt and godmother and she helped take her care of my mom and her siblings and her nieces and nephews she worked for the family her sister's family her siblings families when my mom moved to manila from the province she stayed with her and this is one of the main reasons why my parents were able to get married and that's another epic story that who knows hopefully i'll be able to talk about as well um so she stayed with my mom even after getting married she got married at my mom got married at such a, a young age and she stayed with her and she took care of me and my siblings as, as i have mentioned and she was there with us in every aspect of my life as, as far as i can remember my childhood she was there even during the parts when life was really tough and very difficult for us and it was hard for a child like me to grasp what was going on she stayed with us during the lowest points in our lives there was almost nothing to eat we almost couldn't go to school she sewed together i remember she sewed together cloth floor sacks so we'd have blankets um and i thought for the longest time that that's how blankets are made i didn't know you could buy them <laughs> um i remember she also asked for used notebooks from my cousins and then she gathered the blank pages together so that we'd have um new new notebooks new quote-unquote notebooks to use when we didn't have enough money to buy school stuff she helped my mom make food to sell in our home when money was tight she mended our old clothes so we can still wear them when we did we did not have enough to buy replacements i remember seeing her and my mom count the coins that my dad earned from being a jeepney driver when i was a kid so that we can pay the boundary and eventually we can pay for the jeep she took us to the magtatawas when we are when we were ill when we were kids because doctors are expensive most of all she was there to support us emotionally especially my mom during those dark days looking back i honestly don't know how we would have survived if she wasn't there with us she taught me how to write um i initially thought i was a lefty when i was growing up or when i was learning how to write because you know she taught me how to write and she's the reason why i now can write using both my left and my right hand she was my roommate from the start ever since i can remember she knew when to be caring and when to be a disciplinarian she knew when to teach and when to let go so that we can learn on our own and eventually she did let us go when we were teenagers my siblings and i when we were teenagers my lola decided to go back to the province where her house is our ancestral home is there but it was not technically to retire but so that she could help out with my younger cousins um from my uncle's family 
the same way she did with us, with her nephews and nieces, that's what she, she decided to do at that time. And during that time, my heart was broken because she was leaving us. But being the sulky, emo, angsty teenager that I was, I didn't show her that I was really, really sad. That I was feeling abandoned and an overwhelming anxiety came with the thought of not being with her, being separated with her because I, she was there all my life. It was very difficult for me and um, I felt like this, that feeling might have triggered how angsty I was because I've gotten used to depending on her. So I did the opposite when she left. I became independent and caring and unbothered even unconsciously. But inside, I wanted to be cared for. But outside, I appeared unbothered so that I wouldn't get hurt anymore. And there are still a lot of stories that I can tell about her, but this episode isn't enough for that. So let me direct you to the realizations that I learned from her. And one of the major things is that she's a true representation that you really don't have to bear a child to become a parent. Parenting is a choice, a choice to raise that child, to provide for it, to care for it, and to protect that child. And it's not easy being a parent, but it's fulfilling, especially when you see your child become a good person and to be what they want to be or to reach their potential, which requires a lot of selflessness because you have to be at least a little selfless to dedicate your life to raising a child. And she did that. She could have chosen a different path and had children of her own, but she chose to be a parent to all of us. And she did that for three generations. Selflessness and loving us as if she gave birth to us is a choice that she made every day. She had no obligations and responsibilities to us, and yet she did not leave us until she felt that she can let go. She could have earlier on, but she didn't. She helped raise us under all of the circumstances, and I I have never ever heard her complain or use that against us because she made the choice to love us like that. No one made her. She just did. And my heart breaks just thinking of her. And I have read something that when you cry for the person you lost, they hear you and see you. And if you can hear me, Lola, please know that I love you so much and the pain we're feeling now is nothing compared to what I felt when you left us when I was a teenager. And thank you for everything. I am who I am. My brothers are who they are because of you. Because you're a huge part of us growing up. The manners you taught us, the the demeanor, everything, the basics, they all came from you, Lola. So thank you so much for loving us. And I will forever keep you in my heart. And it sucks because I won't be able to talk to you. It's different because I know you're no longer phone call away. But we are getting by and we're trying to be strong. And remember that we are all your children. And we are your family. So thank you for choosing to spend your entire life with us. And to my listeners, if you or any of your loved ones are experiencing grief, please give them time to grieve because it's a final expression of love for the person that they lost. 
let them go through the process and there will be back and forth between the different stages of grief so just let them do that definitely definitely don't force them to speed up the healing process there's no timeline and healing takes time and time doesn't heal the wounds only god can so please send a little prayer as well to your loved ones and if you yourself are experiencing grief i am sending you a prayer and a hug and i pray that your strength will be renewed and that your healing process will begin don't do this alone talk to a friend a family member or even a professional that can help you navigate through your emotions this is not an easy process and it does take time so give yourself that um and with that i'd like to thank you for listening to my tribute to my lola thank you so much everyone for taking time today and tell your loved ones how much they mean to you stay safe keep praying and god bless